Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Who? Where you been, girl? Girl, girl, girl. All right. It's July now. Did you know that? We haven't done a podcast in 10 days. Since last month. (laughs) Are we even going to (laughs) remember? That's good. Are we even going to remember how? Uh, Here's the dirty secret. Anybody could do this. This is the dumbest thing of all time. Don't say that because I, I then mean, yes. everyone will start a podcast who hasn't started one. For a for a moment there, it's like everyone did have a podcast. I right? think everyone does. Do they still? Yeah, that's what half of TikTok is right now: is people recording themselves making their sweet podcast. Oh, so if you want to start just giving really bad takes on sporting events and teams and players, is that what is that what's going on down at TikTok? A lot of that. Well, just a lot of everything. Yeah. Everyone thinks they're a relationship expert. Everyone thinks they're a job expert. They're an exercise expert. A storm chaser. Storm chasing expert. (laughs) Everyone thinks they're an expert at everything and therefore should have a podcast on the subject. What are you an expert on? Let me imagine this. All of a sudden. Easy living. You go to a TED talk and 90 seconds before the TED talk begins, they're like, oh my God, our speaker has canceled. Bryce Kelly, you must get up and deliver a 20-minute TED Talk. What's your topic going to be? Go. Okay. Um, what could you talk about? Bands making bad choices with the songs that they play oh. at live shows. So I was at the uh, Blink-182 oh, okay. concert the yeah. other day. And the first opening band, I don't even remember what they're called. They're, Destroy Boys. Yes. Ooh. <gasps> Oh, I mean, I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they're fine. They made the bold choice of opening their set with a Rage Against the Machine cover. Oh, no. Which, if you've ever heard a Rage Against the Machine song before, that's the easiest thing to cover. Well, they're complicated, but also you need to summon the rage in the vocals. And I don't know that everybody can summon that sort of rage. No, they can't. And there's a certain stage presence that's required. Like, it's a high-energy, high-intensity band. And when you go on, and that's the first song you play in your set is covering Bulls on Parade. Oh, my God. So it was even a well-known one. It was a well-known one. And uh, she was getting words wrong. Oh, no. Because I have a PhD in Rage Against the Machine. and when So when you see bands making questionable choices like that, it's just... uh, I think I could talk about that for a while and just like, you know, things you should stay clear of. But the problem is, Bryce, is that a TED Talk, typically there's an inspirational message. There's a takeaway. What is the takeaway? I haven't gotten that part yet. Oh. <laughs> I've got the first 19 minutes, which is basically me wagging my finger and scolding bands for poor choices. I haven't come up with the last 60 seconds yet. I thought you were going to say that Destroy Boys came out there and covered a Blink-182 song. Can Ooh, you imagine? Oh, tension backstage when they would get off stage oh my oh, god man did they just do adam's song better than us <laughs> and they were better at it oh, oh that'd be tough but yeah don't cover rage against the machine yeah. and don't make that be your opening song too but for the most part you enjoyed the concert 
Yeah, beyond that, that was great. Turn you got to see your cool. beloved turnstile. Yeah, they were really cool. The drummer looks so much like Anthony Kiedis, it was distracting. Really? Like the same ripped bod. Oh. And the same kind of like blonde, short hair. And uh, he can hit the drums pretty hard, that guy. Did, was he shirtless? Oh, he was super shirtless. God, drummers just love to be shirtless. They sure do. And then Blink came on stage. And, you know, it's a great show. It was a Blink-182 show. They looked and sounded exactly like you had hoped. Yeah. Uh, but then they started doing these things in between songs, and then I started to see videos, and they did these same exact <laughs> things between songs in Vancouver <laughs> and in Calgary, like draping a towel over Travis Barker's face while he's drumming. And, yeah. Uh, Mark Hoppus, he came out, first few songs, he's wearing an Oilers jersey, and everyone's like, ah, oh my God, it's like he's a fan of the Oilers. He loves the Oilers. Oh my God, I wonder who his favorite player is. Uh, if you're wondering if you wore a Flames jersey the next night in Calgary, he did. Canucks jersey? I don't know about that, because I think the team supplied it. Maybe yeah. the Canucks are too stingy to do oh, that. Oh, wow. Ooh, I'm saying that based on no information. <laughs> well, that just makes for a great podcast. That's how you do that. Yeah, lack of information. Yeah. Is this what we were going to start the podcast with today? I don't even know anymore, man. Oh, okay. I don't okay. even know. Yeah, we really didn't rehearse anything or even discuss anything. No, not really. Just so. that, uh, yeah, I was away for 10 days and... That was really about all I did. You stuck around town though, right? Yeah. And there wasn't much going on in town, so not a lot going on. I took my dog to a beach. You took him to a beach? Did he embarrass you? A little bit. You know what? Yeah, he did. In what way? Did he make a doozy somewhere? No, he didn't do that, thankfully. But at one point, uh, two small, innocent children came nearby, Uh and he just started barking at them. And you're just like, have some chill, dude. Yeah. And you were somewhere, like you were probably two kilometers away from where I was. Days before you, though. Oh, it wasn't at the same time. No, days before. Oh. No, we went uh, just before school was done. Okay. I think we were there Tuesday of last week, so there was eight people okay, at this I, sandy beach area. For some reason, I thought you were there at the same time as me, and I was a little bit like, huh, why did he knew where I was? Why didn't he text me and, you know, pop by for a beer or something? No, days before. Okay. Days before. <laughs> but that beach was good? It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I, I think we need to have honest discussions. I think people individually have these discussions, but uh, there's a lot of beauty in Alberta. There sure is, but... Uh, Our lakes are not it. No. Aside from like Lake Louise or whatever. Those mountain ones don't count. Well, yeah. the one, if, But is it even a lake if you if you can't drive a jet boat on it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Alberta lakes, they don't get deep. Like no, you have to like, walk a mile out before it's up to your waist. Yeah. At their deepest, they might be nine feet deep. Like I'm sure there's deeper ones, but the majority of them, and the bottom is like really kind of mushy, sloughy. Yeah. But it's not like in Saskatchewan, they have some beautiful lakes. Northern Saskatchewan. Oh, great lakes. Yeah, I think Manitoba has a bunch. BC obviously has beautiful lakes. And yeah. Ontario's got a bunch. And Alberta's just in no man's land. That's uh, all we got was oil and gas. Yeah. Sure, we got the mountains. We have Banff, but uh, our lakes are kind of garbage. Yeah. The reviews are in. <laughs> Alberta, lakes, garbage. Ooh, maybe that's our TED Talk. <laughs> How bad the lakes here are. No. <laughs> a TED Talk is supposed to motivate oh, and that's inspire. Right. That's right. Yeah. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Don't you just love driving along and all of a sudden that little light starts flashing on your dashboard? Love it. The oil one? Mm, the best. It's like, you need oil. You need oil. I've never actually had that light flash. 
Because I take care of my car. Not yeah. a big deal. Well, if it does start flashing, drive immediately to the nearest Lube City. And maybe you're like, oh my God, where is Lube City? You can go to lubecity.ca. They've got 27 Alberta locations. There's probably one right by you right now. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. Who doesn't love a good story of survival? Oh my God, I love survival stories. The closer to death you were, the better the story. That's just science. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. I love survival stories. I just love them. The story Bryce just told a few minutes ago about the... um, the teenage girl from BC who got lost in the forest for 54 hours. I can't read to, I can't wait to read the account. Like, what did she do for those 54 hours? At what point do you go, oh yeah, I'm officially lost. Somebody texted and said, my brother's girlfriend got lost while hiking near Vancouver by herself for three days. She won't talk about it because she has such bad PTSD from it. But she didn't tell anyone what she was doing that day or where she was going. Like, hello, Survival 101. Uh, I think I would be fine during the day. But the nights, ooh, no thank you. Every single sound I heard, I would assume it was, you know, Bigfoot coming to tear me apart and carve me out and use me as a wetsuit. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Did you hear the story? Somebody texted and said my brother's girlfriend got lost while hiking near Vancouver by herself for three days. She won't talk about it because she has such bad PTSD from it, but she didn't even tell anyone what she was doing that day or where she was going. So, somebody speculated. I'm sorry, lost on a hike for three days? Didn't tell anyone where she was going and won't talk about it? She was 100% having an affair and was on a weekend getaway with her other man. Remember that scene in Breaking Bad? Spoiler alert. Mm -hmm. Where uh, one of the characters had to fake. He just faked like he couldn't remember anything for a few days. Yeah, I don't really remember. but Just appeared in hospital pretending because he was up to no good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, do you think? Oh, maybe she was was up to no good. Um, Bryce Kelly and I are quietly working on something backstage, a survival podcast, where we tell you amazing tales of survival. And I was told to not talk about that on the radio. Oops. But some of these stories, like this one right here, like maybe we could do a podcast about this. Garn, I was the sole survivor of an accident that involved three of us. I woke up in the hospital two weeks after the occurrence. I had no idea what happened. And probably for the best. Can you imagine waking up in a hospital room, confused as all hell, and they're breaking down like, oof, you were in this crash, two other people didn't make it, and they're just trying to explain to you what happened? Yeah, it's like, no, no, that's not what happened, because I don't remember it. Like, you'd probably be in denial. I just I wrote back to this person. I said that must be so bizarre to lose two weeks of your life and not know what happened. And they wrote back and said, "Yeah, I lost two weeks, a hundred percent." Then I was hospitalized for four and a half months. Since then, I got married and have two young sons. Does a close call like that really change your perspective on life, or is that something that we see in movies and TV shows? Like, do people that come that close to the edge? Do they really start to appreciate the little things in life? 
Mm. I wonder. Like, I don't want to find out. Yeah. It's, yeah. It must be different when you don't remember any of it. Yeah. <gasps> what if one day you're just standing in a grocery store and someone says a bunch of words together and all of a sudden it triggers something in you? Oh. And those two weeks come flooding back? E. And you were used as a military weapon. God. Did you we know? just write a screenplay? I think I did. Wow. They just say <laughs> mushrooms, meatloaf, hula hoop, and all of a sudden, boom. Oh, those two weeks come flooding back. Okay. And you were assassinating targets. Uh, what's your story? You got a good survival tale? You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We've been talking about, we were talking about the tornado. That thing was massive. The one that was, you know, just north of Calgary over the weekend. It was a big one. And we just started talking about, like, have you ever, well, not you, is there stories of people that have been picked up by a tornado, whirled around in the sky, and then plummeted back down to earth again and kind of walked it off? A couple of people have told stories that they've heard second, third hand of people surviving, being tossed into the air. Aaron said, my grandmother used to work tornado relief with the Red Cross. Best story she shared, guy wakes up to the tornado siren, leaves his wife asleep in bed, gets in the bathtub. Their trailer rolled in the tiles and mirror in the bathroom got smashed, so he had all kinds of small cuts. Stitches everywhere. His wife, alone in their cheap foam mattress, was cocooned in the mattress and was also bounced around, but not a scratch or a bruise on her. If the husband had woken her up, she would have been worse off. Yeah, well, that's a crazy story. Somebody did text earlier. They saw a story on Discovery about a guy who got sucked out of his mobile home by a tornado. I don't know when or where this was. But he landed a kilometer away and then walked home again, only to find out his mobile home was gone. These stories are crazy. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. A lot of people have these nutso survival stories. Did you see the one that started? Somebody texted and they just said, I was shot in the head. Okay, that's a good start. You have my attention. <laughs> Proceed. That's all they said. <laughs> that's all they said? Yeah, so I wrote back and I'm like, uh, can you give me a few more details? And then they wrote back. And details they provided. Okay, good. I'm sitting down. Bless me. This sounds very familiar. Like, the, I tried, I asked if, hey, could I call you and talk about it on the radio? And they're like, no, we're going into a meeting. So they couldn't talk. But this sounds like something that just happened recently. I don't know if this is the same story or not, but it says, two guys came into my business trying to rob us, but I didn't realize that right away. I got a lot of red flags talking to them. I saw one of their hands come up very fast. In the moment, I assumed it was a gun. I turned to the side and ducked down. I was immediately shot at five times with a nine millimeter handgun. Oh my stars, five times? Four, bul- four of the bullets missed me, but hit things all around me, which would have been waist up. The last bullet ricocheted off the back of my head and went into the ceiling. Wow. Oof. Jeez. That must be one thick skull. Okay, yeah. Bullets bounce off of it and then go... I'm wow. sure that even if it bounced off, there's probably, you know, a concussion. Wow. But, but when you're the guy at work that a bullet bounces off the back of your head and goes, how do you ever call in sick? It's like you're never going to be able... Well, 
You yeah. got a bit of a scratch, a bit of a tickle in your throat. Yeah. Well, remember that one time you got shot in the back of the head? Remember that? And you walked that off? Holy cow. What yeah, a that's, story. That's nuts. That's horrifying. Yeah, I wish we could have talked to this person. Yeah, I have a strong feeling that's a pretty rare thing that it bounces off like that and you're able to tell the story. Uh-huh. So I'm glad that worked out. Holy cow. How about you? One zero. <laughs> I like that they, they just initially said, I, I got shot, shot in the man. head. Yeah, you can't lead with that without providing more details. You know, we're always going to have follow-up. I'm not going to look at that text and go, boring, next. I'm going to want the details. Yeah, that's juicy. It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, you know what? Hang on a second. If you're looking, I was thinking about this. If you're looking for a side hustle these days, I don't think there's ever been a better time to start a car detailing business. Mm, I do like those videos. Because cars are about to get even more disgusting because there's no paper bags at fast food anymore unless you pay for them. And I was in a McDonald's drive through yesterday. I was just getting a coffee and I'm sitting behind a truck and I could see this happening all around me, but nobody was paying for the paper bag because I think you have to pay 15 cents or something like that. And people are like, I don't need a paper bag. So the guy in front of me, he's reaching out the window. All I can see is these two hands coming out the window, like a, like a raccoon pilfering cheese sandwiches from a picnic basket. And he's grabbing probably, I'm guessing, somewhere between five and seven just cheeseburgers in the wrappers. And then probably the same amount of just loose orders of fries. And individually, I don't know where he was putting all that food, but I imagine that entire truck is now a combination of the delicious cheese that oozed out of the wrapper and french fries. And salt. And salt. Yeah, it kind of is baffling. I saw a few things of of this over the weekend of people being like, they don't give bags anymore. It's like, is there not a better option? Also, it's a paper bag. Why can't we have paper bags? I don't understand that logic. It's big bag, man. It's big bag. Also, it's like, shouldn't this have been thought through before July 1st on what to do? Is there a better option than just handing people the separate food items? (laughs) Just loose fries. This just seems like Um, a disaster. Like, no one thought of this until the uh, day it happened. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I found it kind of amusing to watch. Also, spend the 15 cents and get the stupid bag. Because you're right. There's going to be stuff everywhere. Oh, yeah. And just the grease that's going to seep through and stain your seats and your leather. and You know where we're all really going to lose, too, is uh, there will be no such thing as uh, bag fries anymore. The greatest fry of them all is the bag fry. That's another good point. Yeah. Yeah, between the dirtying your car and the loss of the bag fry, spend the 15 cents. Live a little. Don't deny yourself the bag fry. This seems environmentally irresponsible. Irresponsible now, Bryce. And will we get to a point where you see people handing like their Sobeys bag through the window to have yeah. it loaded up? Can you, lo- <laughs> <laughs> Can you load up this high mile plastic Sobeys bag for me? Uh, anyway, that was my day yesterday. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy. <laughs>